You're listening to The Meat, a 2FM collective podcast. Hello, my name is Keith. Yo, my name is Tracy and this is The Meat. It's a podcast series where we pick a hot topic and get into the meat of it, which is gas because I'm vegan. Well, well I'm a carnivore and we're going to tear into this topic. Yeah, we are. Right. And I'm a flexitarian, which is a real political A flexitarian. Oh, what? Oh, what? Uh, that voice you hear is, uh, is Fiona McLaughlin-Healy, who is a flexitarian. There you go. Yeah, so some days I try to go meat free on, on some days, but ah. I do have meat now and again but okay. it's a determined attempt to go more in the vegan direction you're trying you're yeah. trying it's kind of hedging my bets you're really, a tri- tr- you're a try a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so Fiona's here because today we're going to ask the question what is the point in voting uh, I decided uh, the name of the, I decided what question we were asking because I don't vote and I suppose I would have been a bit reluctant to tell people I don't vote because I know how annoying it is for people that I don't vote and how angry people get so now I've decided to tell the nation and possibly the world anybody listening to this podcast that I don't vote and I'm here to be convinced that I should or also I'm here to just walk away happy that I'm not voting well you know what it's funny because like when Keith you said to me that you don't vote a little part inside of me died I was like Keith you're so great you're a vegan you you know you present the breakfast show and you make me laugh every morning I was like oh, he doesn't vote because I'm a voter mm. as well and I vote for multi-parties do you know what I mean I, I don't I'm not tied to one party but I'm a little bit apathetic now after years of voting and I don't think any massive change has happened in society okay we've had referendums and stuff like that marriage equality was a big one but I don't think that's anything to do with parties parties haven't made those decisions there it was people made the decision so like I feel like as a voter I get why probably you don't vote like I don't know whether I'm going to vote in the next election because I, I, I don't think any change really really happens I just need to clarify one thing I will and do vote in referendums because yeah. I think that is actually you're actually changing something and the yeah. constitution is very important well that's and, okay and that's a definite thing you're definitely changing I don't see the point in voting because as far as I see it the same people different names but effectively uh, d- different names different parties effectively end up in the same positions as the same person with a different name with a different coloured suit on um, male or female mm. and they're totally hamstrung by the system and they can't actually do anything so what is the bloody point Fiona <laughs> <laughs> let's introduce Fiona right? Fiona. Fiona like you are involved in politics like, yeah. te- so Fiona McLaughlin Healy tell everybody what you do like because okay well I, I, I'm relatively new to politics so four years ago I I had you know I, I wasn't involved in a branch I wasn't involved in a, in a party I didn't have I had studied law and, and politics um, after finishing a nursing degree so I've, it was a very circuitous route but when when Fine Gael came to me and asked me would I, would I run it was definitely something I was interested in. So in my family, we've always been um, socially conscious, I would say. You know, my mum and dad would always have been involved in voluntary associations and, and that type of thing. And this just seemed to be the next step to Are me. Are you a do-gooder? Like, you know, you just want to, like, you know, no. make sure that, I, I don't know, things happen for society or it was like power. <laughs> if it was about power, I would have done the last three years completely differently. I very definitely, you know, I would have like we would have met on the on the midday show. And I was always talking about we need more women in politics. And I passionately I really I really do passionately believe about about that. And I don't use the word passionately very often, but I really do believe that we need more women in, in politics. And there are really good reasons around that. Really good economic reasons, you know, evidence based reasons for getting more women in into into politics but 
when I got in, I wanted to get in and see, was it possible to still be the same person once you got elected into politics? You know, you hear people all the time saying, oh, she changed or he changed once he got got elected. So I did find much great go walking in, around with a swagger or or, you know, has changed his mind or, you know, why isn't he delivering or she delivering on promises that they made? Was it just to get in or whatever? It, it, it is. It's like you're just going, but they said that they were going yeah. to do A, B, C and D. Now yeah. they're not doing any of those things and they can't and I can see why they can't because if they do then the other party that's propping them up will leave the government and the government will collapse and that is the same story every every time. It's the same yeah. bloody story. Nobody can actually do what they want to do because it's all about party politics and there's nothing to do with the running the, of the country for the better of the people. Oh, I, do you know, can I can I just say, and there's an awful lot about politics I really don't like. And, and when I got into it, part of me, what I was going to say was that I wanted to be able to report back to my sisters, to my families and, and, and my, my female friends and, and others. You know, what is the real experience, A, for women in politics and, and what it is, what it is actually like to peek behind the curtains and what I change, what the difficulties are, why things happen the way they, they happen. And a huge thing for me they talk about the five C's that stop women from getting into politics the cash confidence culture childcare candidate selection and I can go through all of those again but they have been words as well that we are frequently called Christmas are we talking Christmas it is Christmas we're talking about yeah. but um, the, the big C for me is actually consensus you know the second you get elected even though you've been elected from different parties or none because very often now people are voting more and vo- more for people individually rather than because a person is part of a particular party but you're voted in on the basis of the promises that you made on the basis of your differences with other candidates on on whatever list that the the people had in front of them when they were voting and the second you get into to politics the second the doors closed on our first meeting the first thing I heard was now you take off your 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 um, whatever colors you had on you before coming in here and we all put on the county jersey and we're all in this together and that consensus that that deliberate immediate attempt to get everybody all on the same place is probably one of the most pernicious things I have come across in politics because we're learning every day now that if you have diversity on boards, if you have different people on boards, if you have women on boards, if you have people from ethnic minorities on boards, if we had them on the financial boards of the banks, that we wouldn't have likely have arrived at the situation that we arrived at um, over the last few few years with with bank with um, all of the the controversies that surrounded all of the the major banks. And again, that's another thing I really do believe. You need diversity. You need what they call, I, I do a little bit of, of work with, and I've been familiarising myself more with Transparency International Ireland, who are a fantastic organisation who would have gotten behind Morris McCabe and other, and, and other whistleblowers. And I was at a, a conference recently and they talk about courageous conversations. And I would say to you, if you're looking for and, and, and I'll tell you who to who to look for and how to look for them and who to vote for. I want if names. You don't, I want <laughs> names. If you don't understand addresses. and some will be against me, 
I would definitely say vote for women, but I would also say vote for for new people. New people are good. Changes is is good. But what you want are people who are who are willing to go against the consensus of maybe 40 people in a room all agreeing the same thing, not being afraid to put up their hand and ask what they're afraid is going to be the the stupid question or are afraid is going to antagonise the whole room. Courageous conversations. People need to have courageous conversations yes. in politics. And how amazing was it that we voted in Leo Varadkar, a gay man, yeah. which to me isn't that important. I don't really care. But it seems to be a big deal for a lot of people in Ireland and it seems yeah. to be a step forward. But we didn't he, really vote also, him in, though. No. He's also... No, we didn't, but just let's but say, for instance, We were very right. accepting of the fact he was selected. Because there was no one else. He's the Taoiseach and we, yeah. we were all very happy about it and we celebrated yeah. and we were celebrated all around the world and, and you know, his parents weren't from Ireland. So we had the ethnic... You know, we had the diversity right yes. there. It's all it, We yeah. have it. It's wrapped up in it. Yeah. and nothing has bloody changed. He's just doing the exact same things. He's still worried about offending the wrong people are peeing off the par- the people that are propping up his party and saying the wrong thing and everything is so and so well managed that he's so hamstrung that he can only say what he's been told to say and the whole like we're, we're looking at this this I know we can't get into it but this referendum on the way and, and all and you're very much aware of how well trained this man is going to be to say the exact right thing that won't pee off the, you know, the party yeah. uh, uh, core and will also somehow uh, make him more attractive to hipsters in, in Dublin 8. And it's just... He was that LCD sound system as yeah, well. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also carefully managed and you, I can see it. And you talk about transparency. I can see it happening. Yeah. And it's not for, it's not attracting me to and, it. And those dynamics will always be there, Keith, whether you put in the most radical... Um, person from an ethnic minority back, no matter how different that person is, those dynamics will always be there. And that's, that's the side so of disappointing politics. to hear that. You're not convincing me. No, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, but that doesn't mean that there's no change. The dynamics will always be there. There will always be forces to keep, because politics is, uh, this is the side of politics I don't like. It is about self-preservation. What I find the hardest thing to deal with in politics is that you meet so many people that are so careful about not saying anything to annoy anybody that they end up standing for nothing in the end. And I know from personal experience and I know from friends experience around the country across different parties and and none, because I've shared experiences at conferences and that type of thing with other politicians where you do put your head over the the parapet and stand for something, that can be really intense and and really, really difficult. Intimidating. All I'm saying is just... What first reason of the day to, Why, to what? vote? Well, yes, okay, cool. The establishment, established politics are absolutely dependent on apathy, are absolutely dependent on voters not turning out to keep things the same. They don't. Oh, Keith, want, it's your fault. They Everything is your fault. They, they, <laughs> Tom, they, they, hang they on really a are. The system is, you know, there's Adrian Kavanagh is an excellent lecturer in Maynooth University and he talks about this, you know, about how dependent the system is on the number of voters that don't vote because the number of voters who didn't vote in the last general election was bigger than all of the Fine Gael voters that put a, a party into, into power. So look at all that power you're giving away. So if that's the first step, why should we bother voting? Well, well, 
myself oh, first of all I'm so not, guilty not, not voting keeps keeps everything the same so if you're happy with everything the same that's fine if you're not though the wrong thing to do is to step back and not vote so this is actually this is okay so I'm going to blame you for yeah, the way oh, the yeah, country's yeah. staying the same yeah. you're like everybody else who hasn't voted Keith and I'm thanks happy, for that happy to take the blame. I'm a voter I'm an idealist Fiona like I'm like okay if I vote for this person it's going to be changed I listen to election promises I'm like yeah I actually look at people's hairstyles like what they're wearing if they go to an LTD sound system gig I'm like oh kind of like me and if they're like me I kind of think they're going to be sound and they're going to make change but then when you get to the to, to, to your voting station you see all these just mad heads on people and I'm, I don't mean to be mad yeah, about that yeah. but you see these and it's party 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 and then you're like I don't believe one thing these lads are going to do or women are going to do or the independents they, they're going to have no power and I end up playing because I want to vote I want my voice to be heard I don't want to be apathetic but I am disgruntled I start going eeny meeny miny mo. Who would I do? Who would I give my number three to? Ah, that yeah. one there. Because I think they're all the same. No. But I do want to vote. I don't yeah. want to be the apathetic person. Yeah. But like who needs to be gotten rid of to make change I don't even think it's necessarily about getting rid of even though I do think you know I, I keep coming back to this thing about diversity we definitely need who's in government to reflect more the populace to to you know a more representative democracies you know have at their heart governments that where you can see it's that whole thing of you cannot be what you cannot see you're looking for people you're looking for for women you're looking for people that look like you that that resonate with you in some way shape or form there are lots of people in Ireland today that have nobody in government that resonates with them that have nobody in the doll that resonates with them we have people from all over the world living in Ireland at at the moment how many of them have people that resonate with them in the in the doll and it's not just diversity for diversity's sake it's diversity because it works Mm. If you have different people from different backgrounds, from different socioeconomic backgrounds, from different educational backgrounds. So who's out? Is there anybody out there that we could like? There's nobody representing the Polish community. There's no, nobody representing uh, people who have moved here recently from other countries and are, are living in, in hotels and on the main street yeah. in Newbridge, yeah. for instance. Who, who are the, How can we and, get to these people? How can we vote for and them? And this is the issue. We can, instead of telling people not to vote, we can actually tell them how important it is that they vote. Who would we vote if, for? If you to say, for instance, you, you, you convinced me to vote for you, right? Yeah. Like, my problem is, and like, I absolutely am like, uh, you're, you're, you're standing at my door and I'm going, yeah, I, everything you're saying to me is absolutely. Yeah. How do I know that when you get into the doll or you get into the council or wherever, that you don't just close the door behind you, everyone put on the same jersey and actually... I've just realised I'm not strong enough or I can't actually do the things that I wanted to do. My idealism has been crushed on my first day. Mm. How do I know that's not going to happen? Because that's what has been happening yeah. so far and why, sh- why is that going to change? Well, I, I mean, there's loads of things that you can do. I think there's more and more apps now and stuff that give you background information on, on candidates. You can look at who the candidates are, what their background is. You know, best predictor of future behaviour is is past behaviour. Have they done something that you're impressed with in the, in the past? If they, if they haven't, look to the next person. What are you looking for then? Now, the only thing I would say against that, and this is against somebody voting for me, the best predictor of somebody getting elected is being an incumbent. So if you were to go into Paddy Powers in the in the morning and you didn't know two candidates and one was a sitting TD and the other was a new person, Paddy Power will give you the, the odds on the TD getting in again because it's a predetermined, it's the best 
predeterminant of getting elected. And all I'm saying is that if we know better, we do better. If we know that change is good, if we know that diversity is good, if we know that more representative democracy is less corrupt, and that's what the evidence shows, um, is more representative, has more productive economies, and that's what the evidence shows, then you go looking for that. So when somebody's standing at your door, I would be looking at their background, where they've come from. Do you think they're likely to do good work? Have they already been elected? And if they have, have they done? Do you know good what? That is actually that's something I've never done before. And I've when I've been choosing who to vote for. Study the form. I've yeah. never studied the form. Wow. I've never yeah. won. What have you done? It's always like what you're going to do. It's yeah. like you know, I I want to lose weight in the in the summer or in the at Christmas time. Yeah, I'm going to lose weight, and then you probably end up not doing it. Have yeah. you any Have you any history of Have you any history of, yeah. of these? Like it's more like you know, do you know what you put on weight. Have you lost it before? Was it easy for you to do? I've never but, looked at but politicians and what they've done before. Ever. But, why, but why don't we? Because that's, that's actually a really good point. Can I just come back to you on that? Because it's so important because you have good politicians across the country. And I know this more and more because of different controversies that have arisen over the last six months and year and all the rest. And I'm connecting with people across different parties and none over the last year that have been working away diligently on their own, thinking that they were the only one doing what they were what they were doing. And they work in very isolated fashion and with very little support sometimes from their constituents because sometimes all constituents want is a nice lad at their door that'll shake their hands and say hello to them at the supermarket and genuinely lots of constituents vote on that basis the nice lad next door is sufficient to get somebody elected and and definitely constituents don't look at form and that's a very good way of of describing it maybe you should study the form my thing about studying the form is you get a young lad I'm going to use a football analogy a young lad he's playing for Reading down in the lower divisions he's knocking goals in every week he's scoring two goals every game uh, he's brilliant absolutely brilliant he gets bought by Manchester United he's brought in as the brand new striker millions of euro uh, pounds he, he's, the, he's the shining light he's going to be brilliant he was amazing for Reading absolutely amazing he was running rings around everybody he gets to Manchester United he can't handle the dressing room he can't, he doesn't like the manager he can't handle the, the amount of people watching him every week and he absolutely loses yeah. it under the pressure and he can't mm. buy a bloody goal and the, the price tag on him is too much that's what happens to people when they get into power. Not that's all what ha- of them. Not all of them, Not but generally. Of them. Some of them perform under pressure. Some of them end up being the best investment that foot- football club has ever made. And the same in politics. There are good people across the country working across all parties and, and none. I mean, some of the, the best work I've done are with parties that I would never have considered that I would have been able to work with over the, the last three years. And it's through my experience of working with them and watching them standing up for their principle and taking on um, the executive and challenging the establishment in the in the so, council and that so sort of thing. So let's use your personal experience. So you are working in the council at the moment, right? And you're, you're actually genuine. I know from speaking to you, you're actually genuinely trying to affect change, which is excellent. Excellent. And but try and explain to people and explain to me, because this will help my argument, how difficult <laughs> it has been for you to make oh. change within the council. Like how many. So how many years are you there now? So I'm there three, three and a half years. Right. Yeah. How many times have you have you almost walked away from or like it just felt like I might as well just go with the status quo because this is too bloody hard I'm banging my head off a brick wall there's too many people with too much power and and, and it's too difficult I don't want to do this anymore 
I would say probably once a week I actually say why am I doing this why am I doing it to my family I go away on a on a couple of weeks over the the summer and I come back saying right this is going to be a nine to five job I'm going to get this into perspective I'm on 16 grand a year and I know people say oh and you're on huge expenses and stuff I'm not and thankfully they've really cracked down on expenses I think they could crack down a little bit a little bit more but that side of things really you know so I've never worked harder um, for the amount of money that I'm getting paid ever in my life. So it's not it's not about money. So you have a lot of people working as hard as I am. And you really have sort of what like once a week in three and a half years, do you know yeah. what? This is actually wrecking my head. So here's my so argument. Why, so, here, yeah. so my argument is, sorry, Tracy, and I'll, I'll shut up for a while yeah. The system has to change it doesn't matter who I vote for until the system changes. I don't think No, but the who people, changes the system? I don't think I, I, we just it needs a whole we need to bring in a head of systems to look at the system no. and change the system because it's not I, I, Keith, it's not fair I on you. you. Why, is, why, why are you going so in there? Well, I tell to, you because my <laughs> perspective on it, if I, can, if I can just if I can just say <laughs> flaky, this flaky. the reason the way I cope with it is because I feel it's in transition. And we need to stand up for the the transition and make sure that the changes do come in properly and that we get to use and remind older established councillors that it's a new system now and we get to ask different types of, of questions and all the rest. And and I'm not ready to give up yet. There's a there's a year and a half left in left in my term and it has been intense, but it's a five year term and my head is in doing it for the I five think you're, years. Like, I think it's formidable that you haven't thrown the towel in because if that was me, I'd be like, I'm trying my best. I'm trying. It would be exhausting. It, it would be is. like, I, I would yeah. say that it's just like do you know what I, I can't do this anymore because I would I'm I'm a very impatient person yeah. I would like everything to happen um, tomorrow the minute I draft yeah. a bill I want to go this this is my proposal we should do this and if some people say no and if it's met with an argument I'd be like I hear yeah. uh, I love the insight you're after giving me right now because yeah. I have been ap- an apathetic voter I love that you're saying study form but I really am so impressed and educated as to you know what it is you have to keep voting because you need new people. And if you don't vote, nothing's ever going to change. Like, if you're so annoyed with how politics is and you're so pissed off with there's nobody there that's like you, Mm. why don't you be it? I'd vote for you. Well, because I probably have too many skeletons in my closet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's that's a really good point though, Just get them out early. Just get them out early. Well, the time you're at a lecture picnic and, you know. But I wouldn't care that you're at a... I feel like he's like me. Well, I do think that is an important conversation because I do think there are people who prevent it from running for office because as soon as you yeah. get to a point, the dirt will be dished yeah. and the, do you it'll think be dug up. And, 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 and I've had that whole experience as well. And I've had an online hate campaign and I've had stuff said about me and do I've had solicitors really come in. Or is it other parties that care? Like, as if you said to me, you yes. know what? Yeah. You People went on a mad yeah. one in college. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. She was 19. No, they will use anything that but they can. But does society care? For me, Tracy, you only work on the radio. You know the kind of rumours that can yeah. be out there about you. Imagine running, yeah. for, running for office. But yeah, and I can imagine running that. For, I'm going to become the president. <laughs> I'm going to go skip all that and go straight for it. <laughs> but like, it's, you know, say I am a voter and I go to vote. And if I heard like, you know, rumours about Fiona or whoever, um, and this is how it is. We're all people. You don't judge anybody. Nobody's better than you and you're better than nobody. We're all human. And once that person didn't harm anyone, I don't give a damn. 
So I the, don't give so, a damn. Yes, but and here's the difficulty. So the night before an election and some you're involved with, do you what what's are you in sport or in a gym or, or something I'm a yogi. like that? So your your fellow yogis uh, ring you the night before and uh, or text you and say, Look at you don't know this person, this man or this girl. I do. They're absolutely amazing and you know the person they're running against is an awful person and, and has done A, B and C around the town or the country or whatever. Depends on what they've done. If you don't even, if you don't know either, and this is where the, the, the apathy comes into it and about study and form. It's about if you have no opinion of any of them, people are influenced yeah. by, and it's used as a marketing technique in advance of, of voting now to get groups that you're involved with to send out the message or, or text or whatever and say, look, even if you don't know this person, will you do it as a personal favour to me? Please vote for, for this person. And people are entitled to do that. But it's the same way that the rumours work. You know, it's hearing it from a trusted friend. Oh, I heard this from, I heard it from whatever. But you just have to ignore it. Honestly, you'd never sleep if you if you gave any consideration God, to, the, like, to the, the rumours as a political representative. Well, you're you know? a political representative and you're here and you're telling me how hard it is. I actually think, my God, you're going to get my vote next time because... The work you do is thankless. I wish you were in my constituency. I know. But <laughs> I, you know I, am, I, mean. I am. I'm not going to vote because you shouldn't have to go through that. It's but not I, fair. The system needs to change. But maybe yeah, you're well, a trailblazer, Fiona. Yeah. Maybe, you know what, someone has to do this. Like, I'm a lazy person. I'd probably be like, yeah, let Fiona do that. That's great. I'll vote for her. Give her my vote. She'll <laughs> and, do it for and me. And look, if I wasn't in politics myself, you know, I can understand we're all so busy now. Where I'm really not judgmental of, of people who don't vote or who don't get to vote. But that doesn't stop me from being really enthusiastic about trying to convince them of how important it is to vote because you don't realise how much you are um, protecting the status quo by not voting. So Keith as long as you vote for somebody the, the, the next time I really, as long as you vote for somebody I don't mind who it is That that's genuine because we need to get the voter apathy and I'm glad it's not a, it's not a growing trend in Ireland. The youth vote <laughs> is actually increasing which is, which is fantastic is good, and yeah. I think that's around Yeah but they're naive, they don't know what's <laughs> going on <laughs> or, or maybe we're getting a little bit more tuned into the fact that we need to start putting referendums to people as you spoke about previously, the that's making people more interested connected yeah, yeah, with you yeah, yeah. and connected with an awful lot mm. of people on that I had people help me canvas on that that will never get involved in a political campaign ever again maybe you know but it is about and that's the issue about the people that vote get their issues dealt with and highlighted because even if you vote for somebody and A they don't get elected it, it does two things it sends a message that your demographic votes, whatever that demographic might be, and B, it tells them something about what is important. So, for example, you were asking earlier, and I feel it's a very personal thing, but for me, I myself, I'm looking out for more green issues. So it's not necessarily that it has to be a green party candidate, but I want to see more people in government that are more aware of of climate Mm. change and how important that is. And I think that should run through all of the parties. That's something I would look for. That was something that that would be something that would make you attractive to me in in, in the voting sense. Uh, You know, actually looking at something that might actually make a difference is the environment. Whereas... 
But, just, but this it just, is very so important so, but you know for what? people it, it, that that is important uh, okay, okay. too. Whether it's Greens, Look, and even if it's a Green it, person that mightn't get elected we, this time, I it is saying that there is a vote I out honestly there think, for... I can honestly see the twinkle in his eye right now, right? <laughs> you have come in here <laughs> and I know Green Party you have given <laughs> him so much fodder and so much information about how hard it is to be working in politics for for somebody like you who came in trailblazing three years ago and like I think you're probably a little bit he's kind of going oh god I didn't realise this and I kind of didn't realise this I think Fiona may have convinced you to vote a you've little given me, you've given me food for thought I'm not because you're part of the problem food for thought food for thought just vegan stuff just just some some grass and not roast some grass that I'm going to so eat later on so how don't you ask the candidates that stand at your door how they feel about green issues then if that's something that's important to you that's I'm going, what you should I'm, be asking them. I'm going them. to start thinking about doing that the next time rather than just asking them to <laughs> just Fiona, I think get you got away him. from my house. Yeah. Fiona, we could actually, I think we could genu- genuinely talk about yeah. this yeah. all day, couldn't we? I've and, learned so um, much. Thank you so Great. much. We went next Great. time having a vote. Look at the form. That's, a, that's, look, a, that's what I've come away form. with this. Talk to your candidates yeah. look about things form. that matter to you, yeah. not to them. But to can, you. They, can, they, can they actually change anything? That's the big question. Vote can. Over time they can. He's going to be the new representative. Fiona McLaughlin-Healy, Thanks very much and best of luck with all your endeavours. Uh, More on the Meast the next time. The Collective 2FM.